Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another episode of the Apples to Apples podcast. As always, I am one of your three hosts, now permanently three, in case anyone out there was either really happy that Sam was sticking around or really upset that he was sticking around. Make your peace with it. It doesn't matter because it's, it's going to be the three of us from here on out. But I am Drew. I'll throw it to Sam and my dad in their respective studios shortly. But I am coming to you live from the Macintosh Studios in Manhattan, New York, New York. And yeah, I went with all three. I know a couple weeks ago that was a problem, but I'm just going to... You saying something, Dad? No. Go ahead. I, oh, I just assume you... I hate interrupting. Go ahead. No, I, well, I assumed you were going to, but... No. Anyways, I feel it's only fair and equitable... And, you know, it's all about equality to, to reference all three. So we're, we're going to say I'm in all three. But the Macintosh Studios, I did get a little pushback Especially on Twitter. Especially on a day like today. Yeah. Do you know that we're happening. one of only five states in Minnesota? Minnesota is one of five states to have renamed Columbus Day to Indigenous People's Day or whatever. I've got no, a dispute I, about that. Well, I'm just know. saying what happened. I'm not saying if it's a good idea. So my school is founded the campus is founded on a mission and we don't have indigenous people stay off what's the mission like what are they trying to do the mission well the mission church and it was founded on like native americans and it's a jesuit university but like native americans were here and then our mission is now like on top of indigenous people's burial grounds and all that and in addition to building on top of the burial grounds we do not have school off to honor them so i i just a little ironic there or Columbus Day. Yeah, so that, there's my there's my little rant for the day. Okay. I didn't actually know anyone had actually renamed the state that. Five states. Well, Minnesota is just really uh, progressive. I guess is the word. To use. Or they think forward. I guess one of them right. Do. That too. I actually got some Go pushback. Ahead. What I was going to say on the Macintosh Studio name. So we'll have to talk about that. Are when you we changing get to Apple your name? Uh. I don't think I'm allowed to, but I, I did Why? get some, some feedback. I did, I did get some feedback on Twitter, okay. so we'll right. get to that. <clears throat> but before we do, and before you tell us what we have to talk on our show today, lots. I think we, yeah, lots. And I think we actually should have some ups, some downs, some interesting comments. Um, yeah, I won't get too far into it. That's your job. I always want to, but I can't, and it's really it's a struggle. But before I do that, I gotta let everybody know. Obviously, you found us somehow, but if you want to find us some other way. What you can do is you can go to anchor.fm slash apples-2-apples, and from there you'll find links to all of your favorite streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can go to there, and then you can either follow us, subscribe, whatever those do. And then every single week when we do a show, you don't have to come find us. It's going to get sent right to your phone. You'll get a notification if you got that set up. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. That's anchor.fm slash apples-2-apples. If you want to follow us on Twitter, which is the other way you can find out when there's a new show out there my phone's vibrating sorry oh god i dropped it it's a my disaster god. absolute disaster oh it was just an email it wasn't anything important sorry i was just reading that email right there hands <clears throat> no no good thing yeah no i'm not okay i'm never really okay but that's really beside the point um where was i uh, I think you're in the Anchor dot, Studios. Anchor.fm slash apples dash two dash apples okay cool so if i already said that you're going to go follow us on Twitter. That's the other thing did you, you need to do. Did you get hit in the head or did you drop your phone? I dropped my phone, but it was on my desk, and then I clipped my desk when I was pulling it up to my face to read it, and then I dropped it, and that's what made all the noise. Um, so sorry about that. But at Apples2AppleSPC, follow us on Twitter. That's where you'll find out when we have a new episode that's live, when we're having one. 
That's what you can tweet us at if you want to be part of the show. Get your thoughts or your questions out there. And if you want to hear what I have to say outside of the show, I'm at Dapple1312. Sam is at SAppleBomb11. And my dad, as always, like I said, is at apples to apples pc so that's really a twofer so if you're going to follow anything you should really follow the at apples to apples pc because you'll get a two for one there you'll get when we're having shows and you also get like what my dad thinks about stuff which you may or may not want to hear but that's that's your call so with that i think i got through everything i needed to do i'm going to send it now to mendota heights minnesota and the, the mid coast you know what i'll just let you do that it's dad go for it well, as you were about to say, you're throwing well, it over Well, I said your... it. You just uh, you rudely interrupted me, but that's fine. Oh, that's not the point. I hate when... I try not to interrupt. I am you, here in the you mid You should try harder. At the Honeycrisp Studios, uh, we will throw it out to... I, I get, Sam, are you the Fiji Studio? What are you? What studios are you? The Granny Smith Studios. Granny Smith. Why do I keep forgetting? And possibly, sounds like there might be a change of brewing in New York at the Macintosh Studios. Or I, Boy, I guess we'll have to get... He's... Kind of like a cliffhanger you left us with, Drew, but I guess we'll That's get to point. that. That's the point. Yeah. Well, people have to listen now. No, right. no they're not going right. to um, – they're certainly not going to tune out until they hear this. They really should. Uh, on today's show, of course, we have KDZ. Uh, I like to get that out right away because if people find out we don't have it, a lot of times they just stop listening immediately. So that we do have that today. Uh, we're going to talk, uh, for those of you wondering if the Wild were ever going to win, um, they won, so Ooh. we'll get that out of the way today. On the back of an unlikely hero. By two they won unlikely heroes, a, I should say. A Canadian, uh, Canadian Thanksgiving, eh? Uh, did, what, I mean, and this is not, I'm not being funny. Do they, I mean, do they eat turkey? What, what, is there a special no, they meal? I, they do. For Canadian friends out there, which we have none, sadly, um, I'm just you, so you know that they have the same Thanksgiving meal that we do. Uh, yes, and I do you want to know that? Uh, how what? Well, isn't our Thanksgiving meaning one thing when they're Thanksgiving? Yeah, but like what? Yeah, but I mean it, what we so eat. So they have turkey exactly. and wild rice and all that stuff. Nothing, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes. Yeah, no everything. I I actually prepared my freshman year of college. I pre- I helped prepare a Canadian Thanksgiving dinner for the one Canadian kid on our floor. Um, that's the only reason I know for a fact that oh. they actually have that. No joke. Very... His his mother sent him like a bunch of money to go buy all this food, and then he went and bought it, and a bunch of us made it uh, yeah. on our dorm room freshman year, and then had a what was a pretty probably at the time a very average meal, but we really enjoyed it because it was like the first real home cooked non dining hall meal we'd had in whenever. So was yeah, no, it's the same Canadian meal. tuxedo. He was not. He was not. That's a jean jacket, correct? Uh, it's and, jean jacket with jeans. Jean. It's all denim. Denim on denim. Denim on denim. Crime. Yes. Yep. Okay, so we're going to... We'll it's also, there's one other thing fun about Canadian football, or uh, Canadian Thanksgiving that has to do with the Canadian Football eh? League. Eh? They also do uh, football on Thanksgiving, just like we do. Oh. Eh? But it's actually on a Monday. That's today. Correct. Or yesterday. It's only one of two Mondays that the CFL plays. I would. Do you, can you guess what the other one is? It's it's sort of obvious, but There's not really obvious. It's a similar you know concept. Weird, but it isn't hockey. I mean, they don't they build the day around hockey. Hey, what? The Canadian Thanksgiving is kind of built around hockey too. Um. Well, that's why the Wild played at no, noon. No, that's eh? Hockey Day in Canada. No, the Wild played at noon today, eh? Because it's Canadian Thanksgiving, and they have today. So Which like everyone has work. Oh, they also play. Said. Okay, the other day of Thanksgiving, the other th- football, 
CFL would probably be uh, the Canadian Christmas. No, the Canadian Labor Day. Which is? <laughs> it's our Labor Day. It's the same thing. Awkward. Okay. But they spell it with a U. It's L-A-B-O-U-R Day. Of Labor. course. Right. So, hey. anyways, that's Canadian football. Interesting. Well, there's a Canadian yeah. lesson we didn't think we'd get, so we'll cross that off the list. So, there's, we'll have that on today's show. Um, I don't know if you guys remember. We do have an NBA team. We might briefly mention it. I don't know why. Do we still have to talk about baseball? I mean, I suppose you do. You no, we could probably touch on it a little bit, but I don't think we need to like really we'll touch on it. I've got zero interest. I hate the Yankees. I'm not a huge fan of Houston, but uh, I guess I'm going for the Nationals now. They got two of us. Yes. So we'll we'll touch base on baseball, perhaps. Uh, lots of NFL. I think uh, we had lots of NFL New York chatter last week, and apparently our Jets conversation must have done some good, but we'll dive back into that later. <laughs> and the Niners conversation. And the Niners conversation, yeah. Maybe some of us do know what we're talking about. We'll see. And then, of course, not to bury the, the lead, but the but I have breaking news, by the way. Okay. Let's hear it. We don't have breaking. Wyatt, can you play the? Oh wait, Wyatt's gone. I uh, can't do that. Sorry. So I was just about to get to the Vikings Philadelphia game or talk that we will be. Oh, talking. I think I know what you're going to say. Uh, Zach Brown has been released <laughs> by Philly. Now most of you don't have any clue who Zach Brown is. Not he has that band, band, right? Uh, what? Not him. The other oh, one. My bad. But Zach Brown, yeah, he does have a band. Well, now he's got more time for it because he's been released. He was the guy that said that Kurt Cousins was the weak link, which. Not necessarily off base, but probably no, should have said that's it. the problem. And then uh, we'll get into it, but Kurt Cousins it, did probably have the greatest game in the history of football yesterday. Zach Brown's press conference after the game might have been the funniest thing. Well, that's where that's where he lost. We talk about a man not manning up, so yeah. to speak, and that's probably why he like got. It, it was he weird too because he was like, "Oh, I'm not here to talk about that," and they were all kind of like. Well, he was part of the game right. that you just played in, which is exactly what you're here to talk about. He, he said he's not. He doesn't want to talk about Kirk Cousins at all. Then the question after that was, how did Kirk Cousins play? <laughs> yeah. and he walked away. He, he just good. was like, yeah, I guess he played okay. Couldn't he have said, hey, he got, you know, yeah, he, I, well, whatever. But so he's gone. Uh, it, it was stupid. I was like, what? I, like you said, we'll get into it. Not well, okay. I'll wait. Yeah, I got one, and then I we have to, uh, we have to discuss the Gophers. Um, who actually They're kind of the telling first, us all to shut up a little well, bit. Well, for the first time ever, they took a team that was, you know, a decent team, a team that we were better against and picked to win, and we actually did what we were supposed to do and beat them, uh, Nebraska. And, and we are now 6-0, and probably going to go undefeated and play in the uh, national championship game, but we'll see. So we'll talk a little gophers, and that's probably I don't know maybe a little fantasy chatter if we have time. We got a very condensed show, and we got to get this done sometime. Um, I think let's start with the timber. No, I'm just kidding. We got to start with the Vikings and the NFL in general because last week we spent a lot of time talking about it, how bad the NFL is, or it was is the N- oh wait back up our producer. We have apple picking also. And the producers of this show uh, tweeted out favorite uh, sports movies. We did get some responses, so we'll dabble in that a little bit. I think favorite and best might be different. I don't know what they're, they're definitely different. For, but we'll talk about that. I also think sports, like you could, you could. It's like when people talk about Christmas movies and people debate if Die Hard's a Christmas movie or not. You could probably get into the same concept with sports. Like Secretariat, is that a sports movie? Yes, maybe. 
I was like more Cal- thinking. Cal- like, not really what I was thinking. What sure. were you thinking? I was thinking Ricky Bobby. Nights. Yeah, I more meant like there's like movies that are just like happen to be sort of about sports, but they're like meant to be like funny. And then there's like actual like sports movie where the story is built around a, a sports team. All right, well, we'll dive into that. But I, I would count Ricky Bobby as a sports movie or Talladega Nights, yeah. I should say. Yeah, for sure. All right, yeah, well, so we'll talk about that. Uh, so like I started to say. Like is Happy Gilmore a sports movie? Well, golf. I mean, golf's but not no, a sports like, activity. I guess he's golf, yeah. But yeah, I think it would be considered that. You have a pretty wide sweeping definition. You're generous. Yeah, that's true. Um, like bowling. What was that bowling movie with the guy with the one hand? Uh, Kingpin? No, was it Kingpin? That Woody was Harrelson. Surfer. Kingpin. The what? One arm surfer. Are you sure you're not talking about the Big Lebowski? No, I'm not talking about. Is that, that a is that a sports movie? That's a better example of what I was trying um, to say. Actually. Probably. Okay. Raging Bull. Tin Cup's a good one. It's an underrated one. Tin Cup. Yeah, that's a yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll get into that because that's at the end. Uh, so we started last week to sort of we we asked the question: Does the NFL suck? And it's almost like somebody or the NFL in general just listened to us. I mean, no offense to the we talked extent. We had a question that we threw out there about the New York sports fan, the Cowboys, who we did say was overrated. We said from the me, start. Like three yep. weeks ago, we went through their schedule, and we are like, this will not last. And Goes to not. New York, and uh, spoiler alert, they lost. Uh, San Francisco Shocking. goes to the Rams and just annihilates them. Yeah. And San Francisco's good, but that shouldn't have gone that Except way. At the start of the year, the Rams, I think, were susceptible. Yep. Kansas City at home. Houston's not horrible, but no excuse for losing to them. I mean, so... Lots of parody. No, I think Houston's very good, but to be at home when you're supposed to right. be the Super Bowl favorite, you don't lose that game. Correct. So let's start. Let, we'll, so we're going to get into some of that, but it's weird that we sort of dabbled Every team in that. We sort of kind of right. talked about it had something eventful, whether we were right or they proved us wrong or they proved us right, whatever it was. Every team we touched on had a, uh, a noteworthy game this week. So if maybe we should just pick different teams. It is weird. And Sam right now is in the NFL hotbed. He's literally 10 feet from the stadium. Uh, he'll be a convert. Well, until they until they go lose. But let's start at home first. The Vikings. And well, they for were Sam, pre- that would be San Francisco. And, like, that's th- three different places. And four sure, different that is teams. true. That is I'm true. I'm just wondering if it's a bad sports town here. I really haven't heard any buzz. No that's buzz? That's pretty bad. Well, because oh. they're not the Santa Clara 49ers. They're the San Francisco 49ers. Well, it is in Santa Clara. No, I know. It but is I'm just weird. Telling you, yeah. no, one, no one calls them the New Jersey Giants, but the stadium's in New Jersey. They should really change the name to Santa Clara. You know what's weird? It's when got I a was, better ring to it. I've been out there a few times, too, and watched the news, and they don't, really don't talk about the – I mean, they mention, like, the um, San Jose Sharks, and they – it is weird. It is a weird sports, especially configuration, I guess, because they are sort of scattered. Because now – the Bay Area. The Bay Area, yeah. But um, but anyways, let's start at home. The Vikings were favored to win and should have won, which, as we ch- have chatted about. It does not always matter. Correct. Usually means they're not going to win. And the Vikings uh, uh, trounced them. Absolutely trounced Oh, look what the cat dragged in. Absolutely trounced them. Um, Kurt Cousins, two good games in a row. So... Is he fixed? Is he back? Is it just better coaching? Is it? Uh, and by the way, Diggs, as good as he played, he his ball that 
went through his hands and hit him in the face mask could have cost us the game if we yeah. didn't recover. But like, uh, which was strange like, because he's been one of the more he's had a, a, fumbles put aside, but he's been and is one of the most sure-handed receivers know, in the NFL. The, to see that was pretty wild. He this dropped a back, couple back games where he's caught a few balls each game. And he had a yeah. great game, but he could add 200 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. I and, know. And and he was he got and Cousins overthrew him on another one. Yeah. I mean. So yeah, he, he I dropped. Don't know. That was a pretty, to Sam's yeah. point. That alone would have been the fourth touchdown in over 200 yards. Well, if he yeah. doesn't drop, if he doesn't drop the ball or let it hit him in the face mask and intercepted, we probably <laughs> score more points there. So, yeah, and then Sintejo is like celebrating, and everyone's like, "Dude, you still suck." Is like, Cousins? No one's uh, No one's upset. You're gone. So for you guys, is Cousins fixed or now he did it against a bad team in New York, but they usually typically don't play well on the road, and he did it against a good team at home. Uh, thoughts is he fixed? I don't know if he's fixed because we've seen this when he was on Washington that he will come up, pull out these games out of his butt, and so it's like it's it's like he always has this potential, but we we've never seen that. If he's gonna be really fixed, it's gonna be long term because in Washington, we, he got a lot of money because he had some good games. He has the talent to be the good, but I just don't know what happens long term. He just can't put it together long term. So I think it's way too early to say he's fixed to begin with. But I thought it was interesting. After every good throw and every touchdown, it seemed like the entire team was going over to Cousins to celebrate. Except for the person who caught the ball, Diggs. Diggs. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I I didn't read too much into that though. I think that's more just Diggs being. Diggs likes the spotlight, and there's no doubt that he doesn't. There's no hiding that he doesn't. So I think that was him just being like, "Yeah, you know what? I did complain, but I complained because I should have because I'm the best receiver we have." And I went out and proved it when I got the opportunity. Breaking news. Diggs is weird. Yeah, he's strange. Here's what, here's, I have two things. First off, and, and, uh, someone we'll get to later in the show who had a, who had a comment last week about this game, actually, who I believe also chimed in. So we'll talk about him later. Texted me during, right when the game started. And he said, he said that he thinks he's like, I don't know if the numbers back it up. He's like, but I'm pretty sure Kirk Cousins, even back to his days in Washington has always torched the Eagles. And I was like, that's interesting. I would never, I wouldn't know, like, you know, the one game last year, he did play pretty well. So I went and looked it up. In nine career games against the Eagles, this goes back to when he was on those bad teams in Washington and then his two years here, Kirk Cousins is 6-3 and three with a 67% completion percentage, 21 touchdowns to six picks, and where is his yards per game? Where the heck did it go? 306 yards per game. So, A, he has just played very well against Philly for whatever reason in his career. You know, just as good, if not better, than almost every other team he's played. And at least that he's also had a winning record against. So these aren't stat paddings, really. I know uh, um, I know there's some excuses or some injuries and things like that, but I don't think I've ever seen, except for our two guys, and even our two cornerbacks who are terrible, and I still think they're terrible. I don't know if I've ever seen two guys get torched quite <laughs> like – uh, I can't remember. The Rose. No, the well, Philly guys. The two Philly guys. They, I well, mean, they oh, weren't oh, even. I thought you were just well, you said R2 guys. Yeah, line. no, they're so bad. That was yeah, my no, R2 guys are bad, and I've seen them get torched a lot, but I've never seen them get torched. Like, usually we're 20 feet, and they catch it in front of us. Yeah. These guys, I mean, they're just, they're just, they're, it's, Diggs was just running free. And I was, this is what this was going to be my number two. That is just a beat up and a very bad secondary to begin with, and it makes no sense. They play this very, very overly aggressive man coverage. And they don't have guys that can run with anybody. It's just it, it's a terrible scheme from the start, and they are beat up in their defense. 
slight defense, but they're just a bad secondary to begin with. And that's why I thought the Zach Brown comments were so strange because, sure, is Kirk Cousins the weakest link of this offense? You know, Sands maybe the offensive line? Probably. I don't think that's a controversial take, really, by any means. But it's also the absolute weak link of your defense, Mr. Brown. So I don't know if you really want to call out a guy who's already got his own team sort of on his butt coming after him. He's got his own fans kind of coming after him. Then you're going to kind of poke him, and he's going to be targeting the absolute weakness of your whole team. It was just dumb from the start. It didn't make sense to me from the start. I didn't know what he thought he was going to get out of it. Right. Clearly, it didn't work, and it lost him his job, truthfully. Because oh, I don't so think stupid. Philly, I don't think Philly liked that. I don't think that he then and went the out way there and he played terrible. He wasn't. And there that. was a play. There's a play I found very interesting that was late. Um, sorry, not late, but it was when I don't know why I said late. That Which is, is weird. True. Unless you meant late, then I didn't really mean it. I just kind of said it. No, it was it was third. So you meant like earlier than late. <laughs> I just I the timing didn't matter. I don't know why I said that. Um, maybe we should look. Philly. Into- it was when Philly had like started to really really come back, and it was a. I believe this is when it was a three or four point game. Uh, I wasn't three or four completely point watching the game. What? No, go ahead. I was just wondering if you actually meant three or four point game. That one I actually meant. Yeah, and it was a close okay. game. And we were we had it third and and third and manageable, but not you know not third and one. And Kirk dropped back to pass, and who comes running after him unblocked was Mr. Zach Brown. And for the first time ever, and I mean literally ever in my time as a Vikings fan watching Kirk Cousins play for the Minnesota Vikings. He scrambled away from him outside the pocket, and he hit B.C. Johnson for about a 15-yard first down that really kept the drive going. And, and, and looking back on the game, it was huge. But I thought it was really interesting that it was, it was Zach Brown that came unblocked, and Kirk Cousins, for the first time ever in his career, actually ran away from somebody that was coming after him. So You know, speaking of that, maybe, you know, I, Cousins, Cousins is, I said this before, I don't think he's our weak link, but he, I, I think our defensive backs there, but he certainly no, needs to I, play on the better. Offense, though, I, However, on the yeah, I no. think it's, it's, it'd be false to say he's but not these, worse than Cook or Diggs. But or they didn't call, I mean, in slightly, I don't want to defend him because I think he's, his track record has proven he's not won big games, but they didn't seem to call any of these plays earlier in the season either. This seems like a whole different offense or, thought, or mentality or plan or whatever. It, it looked just more like loose, creative. I mean, there's the end arounds. There's Diggs is going to try and throw a pass. There's, you know, the reverse and, and everything, like all that stuff. Like it's just added wrinkles that clearly we had and we were sitting on and for whatever reason never called. And I think to, your, to answer your original question, I don't think he's necessarily fixed. I think these last two weeks have just big been big for the offense and their confidence as a whole. You let Cousins throw the ball a little bit more. You you got you kind of force fed Thielen in one game when you know he would be good. You force fed Diggs in another game where you know he'd have the advantage. Kirk hit those throws. I think that's an important part. I mean, how many times yeah. has Diggs been running open and free anyways, and Kirk overthrows him or underthrows him? He hit him. You know, put the drop aside from Diggs. And on a day when the the Dalvin Cook and the rushing attack couldn't really get going because that's what they were going to take away, Kirk went out and played and 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 did what he needed to do to get us a win and a big win and. I said from the start of the season, I don't think the Eagles are great this year. I think they're good, but it's a game we should have win and a game we did win. And I don't know if he's fixed, but you hope it gains a little bit more confidence in it, in the offense. It gives Stefanski a little bit more leeway in his play calling. It you know should hypothetically give Cook a little bit more space to run as well because he still had his moments. Well, of course, but I think Madison, in general he Madison hasn't been the explosive guy we've seen before. What Sam? Madison's a really good runner. Oh yeah, too. he had he had Madison played better. 70 yards. And I think yeah, it's because when Cook, some. 
when Cook leaves the game, they're like, all right, well, they're not going to really, they're not going to run that many times with this guy. And then we just kind of ran it down their throats with Madison. They weren't expecting So I think they now have to honor more phases of the game, you know, the next teams we play down the line because of how the offense has performed the last two weeks. Do you think it's harder for Madison? What's his name? Madison? Madison. Alexander Alexander is his first name, but. Alexander Madison. Madison. Is it harder for him to run on green turf than blue turf, do you think? I'm sure it's a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure Boise State, State he ran on that blue stuff. Yeah, I'm sure it threw him off at first. Yeah, so it, like I don't know if he's fixed it. It just seems like the game plan was, it was different. The game plan plan was better, and uh, and to your point, I mean, they, he get, I mean, listen, Thielen had a bunch of big catches too, so yeah. it wasn't like it was just Diggs, and they even got Rudolph. Not sure why we run a screen pass to him, but I guess they're just trying I, to get him. I, the ball, I think but. it's you, I think it's a you feel good. You almost look at it as like a safe, like a almost like a run. Yeah, it's like well, five want, or six yards want. every time. If you Don't want five or six yards, you'll get three. That's fine on the screen. But regardless, right? That's my point. They did it's get like, other it's people. It's almost involved. a running play, you know. Uh, defensively, know. they played well enough. I mean, I, you know, we the, the the defensive line is what I, I still think our defensive backs are awful. But uh, we did not have a sack until the fourth quarter, though, which surprised me. Looking through the game, I was like, did I miss a sack? We haven't had one. Then I think a it was lot Hunter of pressure. Maybe though. got his. And then that that's really what changed the momentum too. And we start when we got that sack, you knew it was over because that's Fun the one back we hadn't had all game. And then we got the sack, and we're like, oh, it's over. Because if we're starting to sack the QB, they're not coming back. Fun Bradley. fact. Let's oh, hear yeah. Danielle Hunter, most Daniel. sacks from some di- – who? Daniel. Oh, my God. I wonder if I got the right guy then. Uh, let's assume I'm talking about Daniel Hunter. Uh, f- most sacks by any player under the age of 25 years old. I, I, I wish – we don't. I know for a fact. I wish we had the tapes from when we used to do this. I remember three years ago doing the show in my first New York apartment and saying I thought Daniel Hunter was a freak and he was going to be really, really good. I Listen, I didn't predict he was going to be this good, but I distinctly remember talking about how just I thought he was an absolute athletic freak. And if he could turn if he could learn a thing or two, if he could turn back time. Yeah, no, someone tried a song, song about that to the yeah, good old days. Yeah, it would be a good song. And we Anyways, can't prove that no. you didn't say No, I do recall you saying that, actually. It was like I was like on a soapbox about him. For, you were I mean, at this point, he was, like the, he was like the backup defensive you arms. You just thought I did. his arms were I, They are. I, that's ex- I literally they said that this last week. I was like, his arms are like six feet long. They're, it's freakish. But no, the defense played really well, and I think, you know, Philly's a very good offense. They're going to get theirs. And I think uh, they kind of punched us in the mouth when they came out after half, after, you know, what was a weird end of the half in general. Um, but yeah, I was very, very pleased with how you're not going to hold Philly to under, you know, you're not, they're not the Giants. You're not going to hold them to, to single digit or low no. teens points. Like they're going to get theirs, but they played well enough. And that's what they're matters. still probably going to win their division. God, that division's bad. Holy cow. Yeah, so so oh, so yeah. Vikings. Well, let's move. Let's talk some about some of the other NFL teams. So, because we have, you know, we have a vast range of people that listen, or I don't know if they actually listen, but you know, it, it seems to. Uh, you know, and the Vikings. Just wrapping up the Vikings. though, so they go to Detroit next week. They they that's a team. Well, that well, will either beat, be a first be place or a last place Detroit team. And Detroit's no scrubs, as Stephen A. Smith would say they're not also so win. that's gonna be a tough game but those are games if you want to continue yeah. this role you have to win because Green Bay is gonna beat them tonight and uh, probably go on a little bit of a roll too the rest of the NFL we touched on it earlier I mean what do you even make of it it's it, it's there's I don't even know parodies the word but geez one team that's look at Seattle if you look at their schedule they win 
I think they've won all their wins. They've, they have five wins, and they're probably combined for they played Cincinnati week one. They won by one. Pittsburgh yep. week two, they won by two. And then their next win was against Arizona. That's 17. But then their next win against L.A. was one, and their win against this past weekend was four. Cleveland, I know. So that's five, six, eight points. Four out of their five wins were eight, point, eight points. I just don't understand. They don't look good at all, but they're five and one. It's, it's, it's Russell Wilson. Uh, it it is it is amazing the football he is playing this year and if if you have anybody penciled in at the top of your MVP ballot right now that's not named Russell Wilson you should have your press credentials revoked because there's no one else that's even sort of impacting their team at the level he is at least positively there's plenty of people affecting it negatively but there's no one person that is single-handedly responsible to your point Sam to win games that in many cases they have no business winning than Russell Wilson. Even if you look at just the records of other teams, there's no other teams that are doing that well that have one standout player that's worth it. The Patriots. There's one. Who? Teddy Two Gloves is leading a. Uh, New Orleans is almost in the same boat. Somehow they're winning too. But there's, but you can't. But, but Russell you, Wilson's way better. But my, yeah, my point is the impact yeah. he's had on that team is is minute no, compared agree. to. They're winning that well, game I'm, off the back of defense and Teddy, Teddy not throwing has the ball. One good game. Teddy's just not good, but he doesn't. He's, 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 he's not making mistakes. He's like he's he's all right. Like he's he's pretty good, is what I would say. And he's he he's very good at playing within himself and what he can do and what he can do well. And that's why he was pretty successful here. And they're not we, beating great teams either. No, no, that's true too. But Russell Wilson, the 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 football he is playing and the games he has single handedly won for their team, a team that's defense is not very good anymore. It is not what it used to be. It is a bad defense, I think. And He's just willing them to victory game after game. It's been ab- it's been pretty amazing to to watch. But to your the other weird thing, Sam, that I want to mention off the back of your your point about how close their games have been. The only team that's one that has won fewer games by like fifteen or more points than the Patriots, who've won like basically every game by that much, is the Vikings. Every Vikings win has been by at least 16 points. Because if it's a close game, they're going to lose. <laughs> right. And so we've won four, I think, by 16 or more. And I think New England has won five. And those are the top two, which is a really weird kind of flip New side England of that same not statistic. Very good. Their schedule is embarrassing. It's like Alabama's. No, it's not their fault. I get it. Steelers, Dolphins, Jets, Bills, Redskins, Giants. And then Jets again. Although they've Browns. Jets, Browns. There's the next two games. And then Dolphins again. No, and Buffalo's against Ravens. Game. Then they go, they go on a bit of a no, stretch. No, I'm not Ra- saying Ravens, the Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs. These That'll be a meat grinder. But they could lose four of those games, and they'll still go 12 and four because the rest right. of it's garbage too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's it's inter- now some would say it's good because of the parity, and and it probably is. I don't think any, you know anyone's running away with anything. But Dallas, I mean, overrated. Now I think I recall saying that I thought Odell Beckham was one of the most overrated players in the NFL's history. You should probably go revise that statement to be Baker Mayfield. Him he can't even get him. The- I agree with that, but Od- but I mean, what Od- Odell again? I I know he can make some good catches. He's not a winner. He's never won. He's a pain in the butt. He's had some some really good games, but he's a loser. He's always been a loser. He's on a losing team again. He doesn't make them better. Now I don't think he cares. Anymore. I think. Well, I also think it's very difficult for a receiver to really have an overt impact on a team. You wouldn't know by the way they talked about him, but no, he's very, he's very, very good. But I think, 
maybe it just it comes i mean in the nfl it's really hard to say but it it really just on the offensive side of the ball it really comes down to line play quarterback play like if you can give your quarterback enough time and he can make the throws it doesn't matter who you have playing wide receiver look at seattle seattle's a prime example of that if you didn't play fantasy football oh go ahead no all i was gonna say is i'm not he has had not he has had an underwhelming year but i don't think it's because of him, and I think you're right, people put too much stock into how he can af- impact the team, but Baker has just been garbage. And for whatever reason you want to blame it on, you can maybe blame it on the offensive line. I'm sure, that's they what we'd were, be doing if he was our quarterback, but he has been absolute he's garbage. He's no good. He had a couple decent games last year when there was no pressure on him, and everyone, as, the, as Denny Green he, once said, crowned him, and he's yeah. not any good. No, I, I, I make, I, I've made the joke about Jared Goff a few times, actually. but I, He had a nice game. Well, I always say Jared Goff is just Kirk Cousins with better PR, um, right. and I stand by that. But Baker Mayfield has been closely behind the two of them. I'm, I'm going to try and find it. His his record against teams with winning records is is no good. So I want to. No, this is not. It's not possible. But if there's anyone out there, I'm sure if you listen to us for the most part, you do fantasy football. But I would contend that if you did not put Excuse me, play fantasy football. You could not name two guys on the San Francisco 49ers. You might not know two. <laughs> we can know the quarterback. Two. Yeah. Jimmy G, most people would know if they remember that that's the team he's on. You went, you could not name one other guy if you didn't play fantasy football. And they're 5-0, and oh and their defense is The yeah, front seven crazy. is scary. Yeah, that front seven is scary. But I think that's just – it's. Yeah, I know. I play fantasy football. I don't know anyone on their defense. Oh, Richard Sherman, I guess if you re- and he's probably the worst. He's one bad. He, well, he hasn't been bad. Maybe that's not fair, but he has not been very good. No, their their front seven, especially that that defensive line that they have built. Uh, the and I'm speaking of the Santa Clara 49ers. Right. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. I respect it. Don't worry. Has been absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. It's just. And they weren't really thought of as a, a team with like a really high powered defense. That wasn't really what they were touted as. It's not really Shanahan's thing um, as the head coach. So to see, you know, like these guys, like I could throw names out there and I only know them because I've started to watch more of their games, but like DeForest, like they don't even sound like real names. No, like DeForest that's my point. Buckner, Eric Armstead, his name's spelled A R I K. It's like that's a wrestler. DeForest is the only one that I, I would know recognize, but. Literally, I, I, same with you. I would only know Richard Sherman. That's just because of the head case he is. D Ford's right. actually not been like that, had, you know, statistically a huge impact. And people really only know who he is because he used to play for a different team. Um, he's had, yeah. he's had three and a half or so sacks, but outside of just pass rushing, he's been, hasn't had a huge impact. Um, they just, I, it makes no sense. It came out oh. of absolutely nowhere. Nobody expected it, but they've They're had rams. a lot of, they've had a lot of top picks for a while that, well, yeah, they, no, they, they've, they've hit on, and to their in their defense, they've hit on. Eric the Arm, Rams, those two guys I just mentioned, are 2015 and 2016 first round picks, both worked out. So, the Rams may go down as one of the biggest falls from grace I've ever seen. No, you know they had the greatest coach in the history of football for one year. They were in the Super Bowl. I'm, some could say it's a Super Bowl hangover, but it's lasting a little long. Uh, they, I, they're they're trending bad. And it's only getting. I mean, I don't see it getting any. But they could be out of the play. Well, I don't. They might not make the playoffs this year. And this is the kind of team that this could really go in a bad. A team that was so good and and they had so many good players and their coach was on fire and blah 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 blah. It is not going well. And this is the kind of team that it really could just blow up. I don't really understand. Because McVeigh, I think McVeigh is still a good coach. He's a great offensive mind. Should be. 
It's just he hasn't been able to get Goff going at all. And if you look at last year compared to this year, Goff doesn't really use his receivers. I, I mean, he, last year you, you could have Cup, Cooks, and Robert Woods, all three of them in fantasy, and they would each produce every single game. And not even one of them can produce this game. Like, Robert Woods had more rushing touchdowns touches than receiving touches and they're then they're running just, backs yeah it's weird yeah, goff isn't even using his he's not using his receivers at all i just don't understand it and mcveigh i don't know if it, he's usually very creative on the offensive end i don't know if it's something he's doing that's just not getting goff to be to use his receivers and be creative but like he, i mean he's just he had 13 passes completed for 78 yards i just that's just he's like Kirk cousins isn't even that bad yeah he's just got better pr and hair but no i all joking aside he's yeah. Throughout the year, he's averaging less than 300 yards a game passing, on a, on what's supposed to be an like the most one of the most high powered offenses in the NFL. I think it goes to show that you know the whole like girly people figured out like well maybe like I, I the whole running back thing is a really weird kind of shift we're seeing right now in the NFL. Yeah, the the whole, girly like, thing is weird. The whole like running backs don't really matter and like now girly can't get really anything going either. I mean he's, he's got only a thigh averaging. bruise. Leave him alone. Right, but so. Let me finish my next point is that his backup is averaging the exact same amount of yards he is, you know, in in limited carries, but they're both averaging identical amounts of yards. So, like, do you really – and that's including a couple very big runs for Gurley that I'm sure if you took out those, um, it's probably even more lopsided, maybe in the favor of of Malcolm Brown's his backup. But it just goes to show that, like, maybe he doesn't have quite the impact he had coming off this injury – so teams don't have to honor him as much. And, like, if they can't get him healthy, like, you know, is it better off just having him sit, you know, a game or two and get right and have a kind of a long-term look on things and then keep rolling him out there kind of hurt and not really having the impact mm-hmm. he had in years past. So I don't know. I mean, I, listen, I don't envy the decision. It's just it, weird because not many teams have three good, really good cornerbacks to be able to cover those three top receivers. So at no, one right. during a play, one of them should be open. Absolutely. And they just Yeah, I don't get yeah. it. Maybe the offensive line took a step back. I mean, I haven't watched the Rams as, as religiously as some other teams. But to your point, I mean, you look at these secondaries and they're just – I mean, there's no way – like, there's no way San Francisco's secondary. And, but, again, it, maybe it was just a pass rush got to him. So well, it, the de- defense is obviously a team game. And I think we've talked about it in the context of the Vikings that the the cornerbacks play well when the when the pass rush gets home. And then the pass rush yeah. has been so good, it's it's hidden some of the deficiencies of guys that are looked at as our top guys. And maybe it's the same concept that's happening here in, in San Francisco. We um, Or Santa Clara, excuse me. My our show mistake. is packed, so we need to move on. But brief, before we move on, and you're not going to be able to do this, and the people that could probably do this, I'm going to guess, aren't listening to the show. But someone at some point, I would love to know the reason why the Chargers are playing in L.A. They're, no, they're playing in a stadium that no, just nobody cares that they're in L.A. All it is is a vehicle for the opposing team to go find tickets to see them on the road. I don't understand. You do have to wonder. Why? Uh, why don't yeah, they why? go to Vegas? But no, two, you do have to wonder if when they're they're building them a stadium, aren't yeah, they? Like so when they're going to have 90,000 people that don't care about What's I was going to ask? Is it going to get any better? That's no, kind of what I'm, I'm, I'm they, No, LA doesn't care about them. They have their own team. That's a game. I mean, you look at that team. That's a team that was on the Vikings schedule that looked like an, an almost an automatic oh L. But now maybe that one will be. I don't know what's good. Ever since Melvin yeah. Gordon got back, the team sucks. The Again, problem is this. Running I mean, backs just, don't matter. From a California perspective, there's not, not enough people in California. I mean, Say no, maybe it's, maybe a hot take care about football even like L A can support two basketball well, teams because it's smaller 
and just being around here, it just doesn't seem like but even, that many people I, care about the sport. And even and, the Rams game, there's a ton of San Francisco. Well, and fans I wonder, there. and I wonder if it comes down to LA's ne- like there's not that many people like from Los Angeles. Right. No. Like no. there's a lot of people still from New York and New Jersey that like go to these games because the stadium's in New Jersey. Like that stadium is yeah. like basically yeah, in they grew Los up. Angeles. Yeah, they grew up loving them. And to your point, Sam, those people that grew up in Los Angeles probably not massive, you know, well, football fans. There's other stuff they deal well, with. And know, I'll tell you why. Surfing. Because those people that grew up in L.A. didn't, didn't have, a have a team for 30 yep, years. Exactly. No, I don't. So I get the. So it's not, I mean, maybe it'll. That's this is. It's kind of what happened with the Nationals though when they first moved to Washington. They they had some issues like that, and eventually they just. Built a fan base. People who had been Orioles fans for forever but, started to shift. So maybe it just and takes- the state is so big. They need to spread them out in the state too. To add to your yeah. point, like L.A. There's a lot it's of L.A. Sacramento. fans, I'm sure, up north, Northern California, who just can't come to go to the games. No, but they don't. They but L.A.'s got a team. The Ram, the Rams. I don't. Either they go back to San Diego. Well, they're not going to. I either they stay in Oakland. Why they left? San the Oakland. The people of Oakland love the Raiders. Yeah. Keep tough. them in Oakland and move these guys to Vegas. This is—it's just stupid. I mean, it's—it's actually embarrassing. I would—it's—I feel I almost feel bad for them. Nobody wants to throw Sacramento some love. We don't think they deserve a team. Well, that's fine. Sacktown, that's fine. But I, my point is, the Kings are huge there. They're trying to. You know, the Nationals people eventually liked them because they didn't have another team playing in their stadium. But Baltimore, <laughs> there's no reason to yeah, like that guy. So that's what I was kind of saying. Like when they yeah. get their own stadium, will it eventually improve? Is it just a time thing? Um, because at first it was just like basically like people that liked the other teams now had an excuse to go to the games, and eventually people kind of migrated from Baltimore, from the Ravens, I mean, not the Ravens, excuse me, the Orioles to the Nationals. But it took time. Took there time. had to be eighty percent. Bryce Harper helped. Yeah, and Bryce Harper. All right, so let's we got we got to move. That's a good segue, on. by the way, if we want to go to baseball next. I don't know if we do. But. We can't. We got. We have to touch on college football. You mean you mean the go nationally to ranked Minnesota Gophers? First time since 2014. Can you yeah, believe that? They're a 29-point favorite against Rutgers. They will probably lose by 29, which is sad. Uh, legitimate chance to be 8-0 coming into the Penn State game. But let, let's just cross. They're bowl eligible. They are bowl eligible, which they weren't yeah, till the very last game last year when they upset Scani. So yeah, that uh, set them on a, this this absolute tear. That's just no. The they have they didn't set the world on fire, and for whatever reason, when we play a team, their quarterback is hurt. However, uh, Nebraska's defense wasn't hurt, so yeah. well um, now they, they might be. Wasn't Nebraska in like the top ten to start the season? Everyone was predicting. I think they're t- they're top twenty five, not top ten. Let me see okay. if I can find it. Well, they were predicted to win the Big Ten. Well, West what or... I think was most important about this game, I don't watch too much of it, uh, but. I mean, we scored 34 points. But that's only the second most points we've scored all year. But the big thing is, like I said a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, is the defense. I mean, the defense allowed yeah. seven points. That's why we blew them out. It wasn't the offense. The offense has been scoring 28-plus points in every single game. It's the defense that made the huge difference, and that's that's what we're going to need against a Penn State team. We're not going to be able to beat Penn State and Iowa and with a, with our off, our offense is good, but we're not going to be able to beat them off. Well, yeah, you can't get in a shootout against those guys. Yeah. Well, no, I, you're absolutely right. Two guys that run over a hundred yards, and and the third guy gets three touchdowns. It's uh, it's yeah. and they knew we were gonna run, which was crazy. And then, uh, like we talked about, our receivers were awesome. Our, I, they're, awesome. It's the best. I, I I it's the best receiving core, and it's a, it's and it's I don't want to say it's a shame because like like He's you said, we better. averaged our running backs, our three running backs averaged seven point seven, seven point six, and five point six yards a carry respectively. So I'm not gonna even pretend like we shouldn't run the ball a thousand times a game if we can do that. 
Um, but it's a little, it's sort of, it's almost a shame that these guys don't always really get to show off what they can do. Like you look at that game against Purdue where they like really, you know, we really aired the ball. No, when I say aired the ball, we threw whatever, 22 times, but spread it around, threw it out. And each guy had a, at least, you know, a few catches for over, you know, Chris, I'm playing off the stats from Purdue. Chris Altman Bell only had three catches in that game, but he averaged over 30 yards a catch and a touchdown. So it's it's really impressive when you get to see these guys kind of show it off. And I'm hoping that in these games coming up, maybe not against Rutgers, but eventually when we have to play Penn State and the better teams in the Big Ten, that these guys are going to have to come to play. And I hope on a national stage they get some the respect that I think they deserve as the best receiving core in the in the NCAA that just doesn't have a guy that can throw. Yeah, we, sh- we showed we can air it out last week. And then now we show we can run the ball literally any running back we have, which is well. And our quarterbacks, I think it was that last. I think last week I expl- I told He's you improved. the quarterback ratings. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's easy. The the team, if you look at the teams we've played, they've it's it's been easy. But, All right, so we're no, not. I think talk. I think he's improving. All joking aside, he is getting better, and and I think he's learning to just kind of trust his receivers, and and that's what you should do with these guys. They're they're now. The running backs are insane too, but I think that's mostly more a product of we're just out physicaling some of these other teams. That well, just and it was really interesting. Fun. They ran outside more than they used to, so it was interesting that they actually made some coaching moves. Uh, if you're wondering, our timeout situation was still a cluster. He used them all, but that's what Nebraska was 24 to start the year, and after okay. winning game week one, went to 25 and then lost and, and never and didn't move back in. Yeah, they're 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 okay, and their quarterback actually the first drive was all over us and yeah. Yeah, we made an it, adjustment. It did not look good for us, uh, and then we figured it out. So we. Uh, what I about the big upset in Georgia? Georgia loses. I guess that was probably predictable. So that just helps the Gophers. You know, if the Gophers stay undefeated, it's just one less team they have to worry about for the national. You mean when they go undefeated? Tight. Correct. You know what? I have a feeling the Gophers could go undefeated, which would be wins against the most overrated team, Penn State, Wisconsin, and Iowa. That's it. And and Iowa, and then they'd have, and then they would beat Ohio State in the whatever game they still wouldn't be rated in the top three so oh no 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 probably would solely because we'd have no choice but here's here's what i think would really happen if we won out and lost let's say we own our only loss is to either penn state or wisconsin i bet we're 20th at best to end the year like i just don't think they respect i mean and rightfully so they don't really respect i think wisconsin is for real this year i actually think wisconsin has a good chance of being ohio state Whenever, when we beat them last year, I think we just we must have woken woken them up uh, and like, wow, we just got, lost the Gophers and now they're not going to lose. I don't. Uh, we have to beat Penn State because they're they're overrated. That's a game at home that we have to win. The Wisconsin game, I, that's going to be tough. I agree with Sam. All right, well we got we got we got so much to talk about. Uh, so I just wanted to dabble in the little college football. Um, yeah, for those wondering, we do still have an NBA team, and we will discuss them at some point down the road. The Wild got their first win, but they still suck. Um, the guy that they uh, Alex Stalock, we should talk about him. South St. Paul dude. That's he what gets, I said. Dubnik back at two, very unlikely. He's so bad. Yeah, Dubnik is so bad. And then uh, Victor Rask, who uh, they were debating whether he was even going to play today. It's a good thing he did. He scored the well, he scored I guess one of two goals. Parisi scored one by accident in an empty that net. That was painful. Empty net yeah, goal should never. He be. didn't look real happy afterwards. Uh, let's. No. Let's go to baseball. I, I just have zero interest in it, especially because the Yankees. No offense to all of our New York fans, but I have uh, interest in it just so the Yankees lose. Once the Yankees lose, I don't care. Shocking! Uh, Juan Carlos Staton is hurt. 
for a change. <laughs> uh, I, game three is going to be interesting. I, I am very. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to. I don't really need to say much more than that. No, I'm just well, kidding. it's interesting to see how Edwin Carnacion decides to strike out three times in the game. He's, well, not, he's not playing, playing against us. us. Yeah, yeah, he's not playing us. That's exactly why. I I told a, I told a friend that I was a a, 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 a Yankees fan. I he made some comment about Edwin Edwin. I was like, no, he, him and Didi Gregorius will absolutely tear us apart. It does not matter how they've been playing. It does not matter. Those two guys will absolutely tear us apart. And sure enough, they did. And now they're back to not playing that well because they're not playing. Or does it seem like in the past two, three years, and whenever it's extra innings, Houston always wins. I feel like they just always have that mojo, and they have that. Especially at home. They yeah. have that. Yeah. I mean, I swear they always win. Well, and like, I was watching the game, actually, and I was like, Houston's going to win. I'm, I never doubted it. The Yankees had guys on every inning, and all Houston needs is one swing of the bat with their guys. They're so experienced in the, with, when winning the World Series. The sort yeah, of ironic. The sort of ironic detail there is that one of the best, one of the reasons they were able to do that, you know, before this year, last year, was Marwin Gonzalez, was one of the most clutch players. Then he comes here and he forgets what that's all about. But game, game three, when you get Cole versus Severino in New York, is going to be very, very interesting. Um, I think a lot of, you know, now it's that it's that format where the Yankees now have three at home. So if you have to, you have to, if you're a Houston fan, you have to win the game with Cole on the mound. And at worst, you go back to Houston 3-2. Um, I mean, I guess that it would be worst case I if mean, you're going back to Houston's Houston. Houston's pitching is so much better. But, uh, I mean, the hitting's probably a wash. Well, Granky's been terrible. That's been the real That's, Yeah, everyone's like, oh, great, beat Granky. I'm like, Granky sucks. No, he, Granky's never pitched that well in the postseason. No, and he's been just times. hasn't pitched that well in general this year. I mean, he's been he's good. A weird, he's a, talk about weird guys. He, right, has well, like, well, he has, like, anxiety. He has, like, medically diagnosed anxiety, oh. and they keep making him do these interviews. I'm like, I feel uncomfortable for the guy. Bottom line is St. Louis has zero chance if they make the World Series. Washington has a little bit of chance because they got Strasburg and Scherzer, and I I don't see the AL losing at all, either team in the AL losing the World Series. We did say, though, a team like New, a team like Washington with their pitching always has a chance. That's a hint to anyone from the Twins yeah. or organization I should, I should also that's my listening. Statement about Granky. I don't think he sucks, but he has never been very good in the playoffs, and I don't think he was as good this year as... No, so yeah, he's still in a sub-3 ERA, but in the yeah. playoffs, he's been terrible. And I, think, and I think he benefited a lot from being in Houston and being around an offense that good, a defense that good, and... If he's your third guy and you're up against, you know, if if you're an offense and you've just faced Verlander and you've just faced Cole and like they have a pretty good bullpen and it's like, oh my god, now I gotta face Grant. Like it's just it's demoralizing. Right. So I think you you do benefit from that. He pitched much better with Houston than he did before he went to Houston, Can which leads me to believe that those numbers in Houston weren't weren't just his stuff getting any better. Can you imagine if Brian Dozier and Kurt Suzuki both win World Series rings? I love I love Kurt Suzuki. I mean, I obviously like Dozier, but Kurt Suzuki was, like, always one of my guys. Listen, I would have loved Dozier, too, if he had the same role with us as he has with New York. Yeah, no, he <laughs> I'd rather have Dozier than ever. Scope. What? Dozier than Scope. I mean, they're literally probably the same, same thing. They're, they're both, neither one of them will be on our team next year. We're going to make – it was. we got to go. we got to move on. But we're going to sign tons of big-name pitchers just – We've already started that process of we're going to go after these guys. We we started the process of doing it, and then fast forward about six months. Nope, they didn't want to play here, so we'll get that. Um, so that's kind of a fast version of some stuff. You guys, any other sports you'd like to dabble with before we get into KDZ and then apple picking and then Drew's shocking revelation of his uh, Macintosh studio issue? Uh, 
Little Richard has started to put together a decent recruiting class. Four star, four star guard. The uh, recruiting class is in the top thirty of the country. So supposedly two guys, today, they're supposedly get they're supposedly supposedly getting another guy today, uh, by the name of they did. Well, I finish what you're going to say, but I think they may have. Depending on what junior? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, they, they got him. Commit. Yeah, that's what prompted me to say that. Well, no, that's the second four-star guy. They got a four-star yeah. guy a couple and days ago. And that's why their recruiting class is now in the top um, 30, 30 or 20. I think 20. It might even be 24. I don't want to be wrong, but yes. It would be nice if they one? could get the five-star guy from our state. Right. Yeah, we, we can't. I don't understand it. I mean, whatever. Let him go. Um. Yeah, so he had we'll Georgetown see. on his list for a while. I don't know if it made his final cut, but we'll um just we'll have plenty of time to talk about them and the Lady Gophers, Lindsey Whalen. Um, anything else? Any other sports? One of these days we do have to touch on wrestling. It's a little out of control, but now is not the time. We got stuff tonight. Uh, any other sports? No. Curling hasn't really got into high gear yet, so no. Um, okay, well then I think it's time for. Another edition of KDZ. Hey, all. Hope you all had a great weekend. Super sad emoji inserted as the twins are done, and it was a quick one. I guess there's always next year. Anyway, welcome back to another edition of KDZ, your sports celebrity gossip girl. Let's just begin. Okay, so first up, we're going to talk about the Gronk, as in Rob Gronkowski, former tight end with the New England Patriots. Yeah, I have talked about him before. I actually like the Gronk. I was hoping he would have moved to the wrestling venue, as there was rumors at one time, but... No go as of now. Nope, that's because he just landed a coveted spot to serve as a regular studio analyst for NFL on Fox. Now, in my opinion, this is a good gig. I mean, hanging with the likes of just newly inducted to the Hall of Fame, Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, and Jimmy Johnson, just to name a few. His debut was last Thursday for Thursday Night Football. Go Gronk! I think he will be a good addition. Super excited, crazy emoji face inserted. Okay, so did anyone get themselves a hand on the limited edition sneakers sponsored by Brooklyn-based creative label MSCHF? Question mark? Uh, no, you say? Well, me neither, but I wanted to tell you about them. They are Nike, all-white Nike, and they have a religious theme to them. They have been injected with holy water sourced from the Jordan River, which is injected in the see-through sole, but added with a little coloring to enhance the visibility of it. Hmm, it's interesting already, right? The water has been blessed by a priest. There is a Bible verse on them, essentially the one describing Jesus walking on the water and a single blood drop to represent the blood of Christ. Nope, not done yet. They have frankincense, scented insoles, a crucifix threaded through the laces, a red sole, which references red shoes that traditionally are worn by past popes. Ugh, another breath. The shoe box itself also displays an angel and an official papal seal. Each pair sold for $3,000. Less than two dozen were made and sold out within minutes. They are called, quote, Jesus Shoes, end quote. I saw the pic, and you should all Google it to see it yourselves. They're kind of cool, and I wonder, if I had a pair, would I run super fast and with ease? 
Hmm. LOL. Next up, a fan fave. National Day list for Thursday, October 17th, 2019. Now, if all goes well and the stars are aligned, the show is supposed to be on the 14th, so you should have plenty of time to get ready to do all you need to do for National Day list on the 17th. Okay, let's start. National Edge Day. Oh, I like it. Live life on the edge on Thursday. But hey, don't hurt yourself or anyone else for that matter. But have fun. Haha. <laughs> National Mulligan Day. I think this refers to either golf or beer. Um, wait, let me Google this quick. Um, oh, okay. Okay, I got it. Well, yes, I was right about the golf thing. It is an extra stroke allowed after a poor shot, not counted on the scorecard, and sorry, it's not about beer. Tis also a stew made from odds and ends of food. Um, okay, not sure about that one. Either way, enjoy the stew or take a mulligan, in golf that is. Simply enjoy, okay? National Pasta Day. I like pasta, mac and cheese to be exact. I guess tacos first, then mac and cheese. Yummy. So go to Olive Garden or some other hot pasta spot on Thursday. Okay, so next, Black Poetry Day. Go read poetry written by black people, I think. Question mark, question mark. National Get Smart About Credit Day. This is actually a really good one, all you young folks out there. I unfortunately was not that smart about this when I was younger, but hey, I got it down now. Sweet. Lastly, get to know your customers day. This day is actually reoccurring as in it is celebrated the third Thursday of each quarter in the year. Wow, you really learned so darn much from me. It's amazing. Hee <laughs> hee. Okay, so be nice to your customers if you have them, I guess. That is a wrap. W-R-A-P. H-H until next week. And in honor of Halloween month, A-B-C-D-E-F-G-H-I-J. Jeepers, creepers. Ciao. And we're back. Wow. Um, I guess we should start. I always want to say, where do we start? And then it's the beginning. By the way, more creepy, scary music. Uh, still on the holiday. I got to make sure I still have that. What? What? I No, I didn't say anything. No. Um, little inside baseball. Sam? You know, um, well, for starting from the top, uh, she likes NFL on yeah. Fox. He was pretty good. He's, a, he's he's I mean just the he's the nutcase. I mean he's he's very well, weird. He's so different than the the problem with Gronk doing it is there's no one like <laughs> he stands out so much because he's so different than the rest of them that it's it's like okay he's entertaining and the other ones are so boring. Oh, so boring. They can't even they can't even like they're not like spontaneously yes, play with exactly. them. It's just they're not just sad. They're not like even normal enough people to just like he joke needs off. to go to wrestling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, what he said was absolutely – first off, wasn't totally wrong, but absolutely hilarious. And then they, like, cut away from it, and no one really knew what to do. They don't even – they have no – ref. they don't even know what he's referencing. They're just no. old – they can't even – they can't interact with him. Hey, like, sweet. No. Some of the sports – some of the sports center guys, I think, would be better with him because yes. they're sort of a little bit more hip. But, um, okay, so, so, yeah, so she like and she likes Gronk. I think yeah. it's kind of hard not to like Gronk. Honestly. By the way, this thing about him maybe playing again and stuff, that's fine. But he would be 
like a wide receiver now because he's 50 pounds lighter. Yeah, he's so like I, I'm not so now. sure he can just go. go well, right I'm sure if you out. gave, I'm sure if you gave him two weeks, he would he would get just as big. I don't yes, put that geez. past him at all. Pizza. Uh, then this, I, I gotta be honest. This uh, Nike Jesus sneaker holy water thing she's talking about, I had never heard of this before. Sam, have you? I saw it on Twitter yesterday or two days ago. Uh, I'm not sure I'd really want sneakers with water in them. Holy I water. I, yeah, I, called Jesus shoes or something, I mean, right? God's on your side, but I'd, what kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Because I, 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 I saw the shoes. It's kind of those shoes with like that, those Air Max with like the bubble in them. And once that bubble pops, exactly the shoes are done. So what if that bubble pops? Well, I don't pops, think that, like that, that bubble doesn't like normally pop. Well, you oh, never. That, it does pop in other shoes before. Yeah, Just I, as yeah, Ian Williamson. From experience, he, you're so telling I, you had a pair of those shoes in the in the in the air cushion pop. A guy on my basketball team did in high school. Yeah. Well, I don't so, think you're wearing the Jesus ones. Did that to guy play actually play? But uh, in practice, he did. Oh, I had, my yeah. favorite part was that the 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 insoles were frankincense scented. Did you catch that part of it? I don't know if she said that on. I mean, she may have said that and I missed it, but I I That's weird. saw this. Like Sam said on Twitter, and I looked it up. the The soles are frankincense scent. I mean, I want to say Nike is a multi, a fairly successful company, from what I've heard. I think they've done fairly well. Do they really need to? Is, I mean, are they really reaching this bad to do Jesus shoes? Well, gonna, no offense, to, no offense gonna, to Jesus. Work perfect. They're mean, not Jesus, actually like. I don't think they're like actually Nike. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, and listen, Jesus is just all right with me. And the Doobie Brothers. I mean, they are, like they are Nike, but I, they have to be some sort of partnership. Like they can't. They, well, there's no way it was so just Nike. Katie said it was like M F C H F. Yeah, something. yeah. Like I'm pretty sure. W X Y Z. I'm pretty sure this company bought like just bought Air Max shoes from Nike, and then I didn't know Jesus went and owned the shoe company. In fact, I mean, I don't know my history that well, but my recollection, recollect. And also, they, they're now, their shoes are being resold for four thousand dollars. So Jesus doing not, I thought Jesus didn't wear shoes. He wore sandals. Wore sandals. Correct. Weird. Uh, again, Anywho. I don't think it was Nike themselves that had this idea. I could be wrong, but that, my understanding I, I just was went it was by our, our, our report by KDZ. Uh, October seventeenth. It's a big day. There's some. Out of all the days she's done, October seventeenth might be one of the. Um, uh, how do I put this? Uh, um, least eventful. Yeah, of the, of all the, and that's not her fault. I'm just saying it's just we we start with edge well, day. Not we had a, we had questions about we had a questions about if we can create our own day, and then you get to days like get smart about credit day and get to know your customer day, and I think yeah. we can create our own day. Well, and and then there's pasta day. Which she then she referenced tacos. Now is that a new kind of pasta? I, I, she might have lost me there. Uh, edge day. I don't know if that's a professional. I think Katie wrestler. was saying uh, tacos is number her first favorite food, and pasta is her yeah, second. That's, Mac oh. and cheese is her second. Because it was pasta day. I yeah, that is true. She she was yeah, very I think, strong I think the at the taco concept was, was unrelated. No yeah, way. well, taco has its own day Tuesday, so we don't need right. We, they we, have a well, they have a day every week. Uh, Mulligan Day. Uh, she wasn't. She was pretty sure it was the golf term Mulligan, but there's also the stew for our Irish and Portuguese fans. Um, I don't know if Portuguese is appropriate. 
Irish What's wrong? What do you mean? It's only about black poetry. What's inappropriate either? about oh, Portugal? Yeah. No, not, um, that it, it, it pertains to Mulligan Day. Speaking of which, yeah, Black Poetry Day. Now, I think she's assuming she means they mean the race, but I took it as like just dark poetry. Dark poetry. Like, like oh, yeah. today I died. Period. I mean, that's fairly dark. There's no periods in poetry, are there? It is. No, it it, it is the race. It's a day to honor past and present Black poets. Oh. oh. But it's a fair, it was a fair thought, though, Dad. How I do we celebrate that. then? You just honor your favorite oh, African-American well. poet. Jewish people don't have poetry. They pay people to write it, so that doesn't really <laughs> appropriate. Um, uh, so, How was your guys' fasting, by the way? Very, terrible. No, it actually wasn't too bad. She didn't take a, note, a shot at the doctor. I thought that was interesting, but... So and that's Katie, any other Katie's... I heard it was his birthday the other day. Maybe she was yeah, feeling easy on him. It was, yeah, that's true. That uh, We still don't know what kind of doctor he is, but... Uh, and he hasn't... Well, since he's been banned, he hasn't really chimed in, which is good. We had we had a few oh, issues yeah. with him, but what? So I'm on Twitter. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Breaking. So, nothing about Katie. You know, you always like to reference the whole jump the, the, jump the shark com- concept, right? Yeah, I, I yeah. explain where that came from. Fonzie, happy. You days. often do. I, I, I don't know if this is the Monday Night Football equivalent, if it's the Adam Schefter equivalent. Just it might it. even be... It might even be the Lambo leap. First of all, go ahead. He couldn't even get off the wall. Yeah, you're seeing it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I don't know who just jumped the shark, but somebody. I can tell you one thing. In there, jumped the shark. Him trying to get up the wall was the least amount of issues he had. His running to the wall was. Yeah. Why'd they start him from like the ten yard line? Just like he, well, it's uncomfortable. It was so un- he cannot. Don't explain what you guys are talking about. I th- Adam, they had Adam Schefter try to do a Lambo leap right before Go on the game, ESPN, and I, I, he I, may not have gotten more than six inches off. First of all, it wasn't a leap. They pulled him up, but his running was alarming. I really don't think he got more than six inches off the ground when he jumped. If you go on on the on the old Twitter machine, ESPN. Uh, I got was, it right now. It was yeah, pretty brutal. Again, I'm not uh, sure who just jumped the shark in that event. He didn't jump. Did. He, I think, yeah, that that was that was. Look, his, look at him run. He runs like they, he's got. Did they have to start him at the ten yard line. <laughs> That's what I. Said, I they looked. It's the worst part of it is him trying to run. I think he pooped his pants when he was running. Did oh, you see yeah. that? That like was Ran, like Randy Moss is jumping around trying to like help him up. He knows it's a failure. The right most thing. unathletic run. His running is more alarming. Um, Moss, all right. I think he slipped. I hope he should have just gone. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't stop. It's like a. No, he just. Any apple picking? I th- yeah. yeah sorry, I think I Randy Moss should have jumped like a in to see what would happen. Um. Well, I, what's this revelation? Are you going to do it now, Drew? Um, so somebody uh, tweeted back at the show last week and said, oh, "I should f- I should find the exact tweet. Hold, please." All right. Well, we, we, have, like, we, got, a, we got a Mrs. Apples tweeting in. The producers of the show also threw out that question, favorite movie. So we'll get to that. Mrs. Apples did. <clears throat> Here it is. Oh, wait. Oh. Hold, it's back. Uh, Jack McMahon. Tweeted hey, back at, at me and said, Macintosh Studio should be renamed Big Apple Studio. Don't know okay. how you missed that. And we sort of did that. The last studio was the Little Apple. Right. So it's sort of similar, but um, I don't know thoughts. I, I had I said I would I, I said I would put Do it you out. You like there. being called the Big Apple? Well, That's the Big Apple to the, me. Well, they call New York. I mean, he does have a point. Uh, I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going back to what Sam just said. I, I don't know if he was serious or not or trying to be funny. Oh, he's always funny. 
Sam's really funny. Like the Big Apple is what they call New York. No, I know. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Just making well, maybe it could be the Macintosh Studio coming from Macintosh Studio at in the Big Apple. It's like live from New York at Saturday night. Like yeah, live from exactly like Big that. Apple. It doesn't really work either. We can work on that. He's got a valid point. Um, as I said, the producers. Well, we'll get your favorite movies in a second. Let's. Is, I think there was a. Well, you, Sam news. started talking. I have breaking news. Breaking news. Why Mrs. can you play Apple's the music? listens to the podcast. <laughs> oh, she tweeted in. Yeah, she, right. uh, she had to tell us. Top three from last show. Sam's rant on bunting. Totally agree. Dad and Drum Badelli. Totally agree. Drew's tweeting. That that was it. I was I didn't understand that. Was was that a good thing or a bad yeah, thing? She, she just like, number three just said well, Drew's tweeting. Sam was last like, week referred to how he was he couldn't follow the game, so he follows your tweets because you're very active during games. It's cathartic for me. And Mrs. Apple, Mrs. Apples is also a big fan uh, of your tweets during games. She told me once that it's she like does. I'm a celebrity because I tweet. And I go, you know, only like at most 200 people follow me or something like that. Yeah, well, that's a celebrity. She was like, yeah, but it's like you don't know that. And I was like, Did she tell you what her favorite sports movie was? Did she chime in? She has a question, actually. It was, at, it was before you sent that out. So I just want to know that how uh, producers of the show. Wants to know how Lindsay Whalen's crew will do this year. Oh, Lindsay Whalen's apparently they're going to be shooting a lot of tray bombs. That's I all think, you got. I mean, first. I don't know. I think they'll be. I think that. I think they'll be okay. I mean, we were they're, pretty good last year. Really went on. They were pretty good last year, but it, they just didn't. I don't know. They're Minnesota. They just, they're Minnesota. They were terrible sports. in the Big Ten last year. I, now I'm done with the Gopher volleyball team. They lost. They got swept at Wisconsin, so I have to be done with them now. I, it'd be nice if the U basketball program though, took a took a giant step forward with her at the helm. I think she'll do a lot better because last year they did terrible in Big Ten conference play, yeah. and so yeah. I think one more one year of experience under her belt on, with the Big Ten. It's always a tough conference, men's or women's. So I think they should be they should be probably predict top twenty five. All right, next. Do we have that's any way other? more than I know about the team? So I just was okay. keep. That's why I was keeping my mouth shut. Is what does that one? Why do I not remember her name? Kenesha Bell. Huh? Kenesha Bell. No, not her. She graduated, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. No, there was an they, there was an underclassman that was pretty good, wasn't there? Hubbard. Maybe. I don't Some know. Hubbard. Rachel Banham. No, she's Pitts. no, no, no. Uh, Pitts. Yeah. yeah Pitts Destiny is, Pitts. Yeah. She's Destiny Pitts. She's still there, right? Yeah, yep. we got her. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. That's, she was like all Big Ten or something, wasn't she? Uh, yes. All right, that's the extent of my knowledge. That's all I got. That's who I was wondering about. That's fair. She's good. Anyway. That's fair. All right. Uh, we had two responses to your question. One was from Cody Morissette. Okay. Uh, he said, Major League, I will hear no debates. Oh. Well, then let's move on. And I guess we just move on, right? That's if kind, of, not, it's not kind of narrow-minded. Kind of narrow-minded. It's extremely okay. narrow-minded, but beside the point, I but, suppose. Uh, but I, I, we're not going to debate someone. It, the question was, according to our producers, your favorite. So we would never debate your favorite. We right, it'd be, how, it'd be a little weird. I think he might have misinterpreted the question. But it's okay. Major, Major League was good. I, can't, I mean, I can't dispute. If you're if you're a Cleveland Indian, there's been a lot of local, a, lo, a lot of local sports movies. I mean, we had Little Giants. I mean, not, not a local one, but Little Giants turned 25 today. I think it was well, today. Wasn't it? Uh, no, was what was a, it? A few, little few big. Ago. Was it? The little big league was the one where the grandpa left the, tw- the yes. twins to the yeah. kids. The little yep. big league was filmed here. 
That's what made um, me think of Little Giants. Yeah. Mighty uh, Ducks. Mighty Ducks 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 were all Where? filmed here. Uh, Rocky was filmed here. They did. He ran on those steps at the museum here. So, I mean, we've had a Wasn't lot of low. Huh? Wasn't that in Philly? I thought that was here. Rocky? Yeah. Weren't those the, wasn't that the museum steps here? I can't tell if you're being serious or not. Oh, that makes sense now. It's the Philadelphia Museum of Art. I guess that is true. So, yeah. So we've, we've literally climbed those steps. Uh, there's a picture. Of you and I climbing them. That's yeah. awkward. Yeah. So, um. Well, I just we have Philadelphia listeners, so I don't want anyone to get upset. No, I know. Sorry, I Philadelphia listeners. It was a bad joke. I mean, you I can know. have your statue back of Rocky and all that stuff in those steps. And timely, um, timely comment because our yep. next question, our next answer comes from a Philadelphia listener, uh, Ryan Atwood, um, which I don't actually think is his real name, but I won't, I won't out him with his That's real okay. name. That's okay. That's not my choice. He says, "Remember it's his, the title." It's his, it's his podcast name. That's fine. Pseudonym. He says, remember the Titans. Um, I don't remember them, really, but no, they that's the name horrible. Of the... And their quarterback got absolutely, their quarterback got replaced at halftime by Ryan Tannenbaum. Tannehill, but. Oh, oh really? I know. Gosling. I, I'm, I'm, and like, I oh, know you didn't need Titans to do was, that, but. Remember the Titans was a good movie. I don't so know that, you meant to do that, but that There goes the debates. Down. My favorite, actually, if we're allowed okay. to say ours. Well, yeah, I was that's kind of where I like, this was going. I like Field of Dreams. Okay. Interesting. See, here's the thing. The, I mean, if you're talking favorites, I mean, I, Mighty Ducks was pretty good. And, I mean, I don't know, Bad News Bears may be the beginning of it all. Bad News Bears, random. The original Bad News. Well, you guys weren't even. Born. No, I mean it was just random. I never really heard you talk about it's a it. Great, it's a hilarious movie. But I mean, if you're talking the best, could how could it not be Rocky? I mean, it won an Academy Award. Miracle was very good. Your question was favorite. I know. I'm fixing things up. I'm confused. My favorite sports movie, Slapshot, was good too. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite sports movie. Well, uh, you gotta Drew? pick one if you're gonna ask it. Yeah, you can't. You I didn't can't. ask it. It was the producers of. It doesn't the show. matter. We're on the show. You have okay. to answer. Let me think, Drew. You got one. Well, my like my like favorite favorite. Yeah. Is then uh, it, it hits close to home is Space Jam, but if I can't yeah, pick Space Jam, thousand times. Right. So it's probably biased. So but you I know what? That's completely ruined for you now with LeBron James coming out with his version. Not really though. I just never know. We'll get into that you later. Never know. But. I don't. It's not really ruined. After that, though, it's hard because like there's so many different versions of like sports movie. Like like you said, Miracle is really good. I love Coach Carter. That's like really that's one of my favorite movies. But then Fish you also have like Pittsburgh. What? Fish that saved Pittsburgh. No. Like oh, White Men Can't Jump is a sweet movie, but that, it's like not like. That's just not right. Oh, I mean Joanna it is right. Man. No, it's right. I like Joanna but... Man. Joanna Man. It is funny. No, there's like I, I don't know. I think if I, I Moneyball is a good movie too, but it's like not. It's yeah. kind of different. I don't well, know. Moneyball is a good one. It's tough. Uh, I miracle don't know. is probably honestly Miracle. I would say Miracle. That was based on a true story, wasn't it? Yeah, which is like again sort of cheating, but I, I don't really know. Like, can I pick Caddyshack? Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Is is Happy that. Gilmore. Yeah, you can pick yeah. Caddyshack and Happy Gilmore. I think I'm a mirror. I'm going to stick with Miracle, followed closely by Happy Gilmore. I think, you know what, though? I am. I think I am going to, although I, it's not a movie I watch over and over again. I think Rocky was the best one. 
That um, wasn't the question. I know. Because, like, I, the ones I watch, I mean, I watch the, when the Bad News Bears is on, I'll watch it again because it's just, it's funny. But That's how I am with The me. original one, not when they went and to. Happy Gilmore. Not when they went to Houston, okay? And Kelly Leak's dad was the coach. Like, the what original. about The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke? That's a sweet movie, too. I it? was going to say that, and that was a really good movie, but that's so uh, niche, huh. as they say. Yeah. But that was niche. Uh, I'll go Field of Dreams, movie. Mighty Ducks, and Sandlot. God, there's I mean, so many Mighty good Ducks. ones. I mean, you Mighty had Ducks no idea awesome. they were going to score that winning goal. At, oh, what about Youngblood? Another Minnesota movie. Hello? Dad, Ted, where's Dodge one, too? Weren't Test. you in a movie once, Dad? I was in the movie. Well, yes, I was in a movie. That was then. This is now. I mean, that was the name of the movie. Film. That was uh, with uh, the dude from Who's the Mighty Ducks coach? Uh, Walter Bombay. Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. Kim Delaney. I believe Judd Nelson was in that movie. They filmed in. Uh, so the uh, exact same people that always did movies right. together. In, a little in bro- the Filmed in a little. Part of it filmed in a little grocery store in downtown St. Paul named Apple Bombs, but uh, weird coincidence. Funny fact: I was in a trivia. We were at a trivia contest once, and uh, they wanted to know the Emilio Estevez movie that was filmed in the Twin Cities. And everyone in the all like six thousand people there wrote down Mighty no, Ducks. And I was fighting with everyone at my table. I'm like, no, this is a trick. It's that was then. This is now. And they're looking at me like I'm absolutely well, crazy. The, that is a trick because isn't the answer to both? Isn't aren't it's they true. both correct? Yeah, I can't remember how they phrased it. They they might have said filmed in downtown. I don't know how they, they phrased like it. It narrowed it down somehow. From me and me only because I'm the only right. one that had even heard of that movie because I was in it actually, and I got it right and I got lots of praise at the at the trivia contest. But congratulations. Thank you. I don't know. I, I How I, many movies do you think that group of people that you just said Oh my god. were in together? Well they were what was their name? Their nickname was the uh, The Breakfast Club? Well that was one of the movies, but uh oh. That's not what you were talking about. Weren't the, what they were called the Brat Pack. The Brat Pack. I knew I'd come up with that. I need to just stall long enough. The Brat Pack. Uh, well they were in that one. Emilio Estevez was like Rob Lowe. Uh what was Allie the girl's Sheedy. name? Ali Sheedy. Yeah, that's who I was Judd thinking. Nelson. Demi Moore. Demi Moore, St. Elmo's Fire. You know, her very first husband, Fred Moore, was a musician from Minnesota. You can look that up. Yep. The Brad Pack. I don't know. The Brad Pack. I don't know how we got there. They weren't in 16 Candles. That was Emilio Estevez, Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. He was in 16 Candles. Yeah, Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, Ali Sheedy, and Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy, that's the, well, everyone always forgets him, that's true. Yeah, he was in all of them. He was only, yeah, just like not really an important person in that many of them. But Youngblood, Youngblood was a great hockey movie with Rob Lowe. You guys yeah. have never heard of it? No, I have. I just forgot that that was He's Rob from Lowe. from Minnesota, went up to the Canadian Juniors, got his butt handed to him, came back down, went back. I don't want to spoil Typical it. Typical of those people. It's been out for 40 years. I really don't want to spoil it, but he scored the winning goal at the oh, end. Oh, I didn't and see then that fought, one And then fought the bad guy. Did not see that one. It fought the bad guy. Yeah. They really didn't see that one coming. God, mm-hmm. the, the Outsiders, 16 Candles. There's, there's like a whole list. It's pretty funny, oh. actually. There's a list, like a like a grid uh, that, of like that movies. The, that one of the eight have all been in, or two of them, or three. 16 Candles um, is hilarious. St. Elmo's Fire has one, yes. two, three, Most four, five, them. six of them. Yep. Uh, the Breakfast Club at five. Saint Elmo's Fire had the most. I think it, it was missing Anthony Michael Hall and, Mo- and Molly Ringwald. They were in Sixteen Candles, yeah. 
those two or two were in 16 Candles. They were probably busy filming that when the other ones filmed. Correct. In Almost Fire. Uh, that's not a sports movie, though. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with Rocky. I, I think it was my favorite and probably. And, but Miracle was good, too. There are so many But movies. I knew how Miracle ended. I yeah, there was. No I mean, if you. Rocky, yeah. I just didn't know how Rocky was going to end. <laughs> no. Rocky. I think Rocky was the first, though, wasn't it? Maybe. Raging Bull. I don't know. I Sure. Yeah, You're just kind of on a tangent here. I'm letting you. You just know, what I just thought about as I'm going to my because I have a flag football game. Okay, well we got five minutes. Just play the music while I while I do this. I already hit did. the music. Um, the water boy. Hit Sam's music. Oh, as I go boy. the water boy. <laughs> my team. I watch your water team's, boy. Your team is the what? The, what'd you say? I'm gonna as I go be the water boy for my team. I just thought of that movie. Oh. Like you have to actually bring them water. You have to do the thing that the water boy does, where yeah. he like takes yeah. people. You know, oh. it's weird. Bobby Boucher. Like everything, well, he was weird, but everything, like we we we're professionals because we we sort of started the show talking about jumping the shark. Who's the coach in the Water Boy? Fonzie. The Fonz. How ironic! I thought you were gonna say we jumped the shark at the end of this podcast. We definitely did, but that's no. We, we jumped the pod. We jumped the shark at the beginning. We, we decided to do. We jumped the podcast when we decided to do the shark. No, when we. Um, Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Yeah. Yeah. That was the water boy was good though. How about oh, how about East Ventura Pet Detective? That was actually I thought I almost brought that up. What about the greatest running back in the history of the college football, Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Well, there's one that you. What about the long? I almost said the longest yard. I love that movie actually. Which version? The first, second, third, or the Adam Sandler version? While we're on the North Dallas Forty. It's an old you book goodie. That's way too. First off, that's way too many sports movies for Adam Sandler to be in. I know. I've seen so many sports movies. He's like, well, gotta be like. Technically, in, they play basketball in grown-ups too. And in Longest Yard, he's like actually like athletic. Like the other ones, he's just kind of a goofball. Right. He's a he's a he's a hockey player turned golfer or whatever. Like he's actually uh. Caddy's actually like. He looks convincing too. So I think for next week's show, we'll tweet it out or twerk it out. But uh, we should, you know, Halloween theme, uh, Halloween costume slash candy. Favorites, yes, yays and nays. I don't think that's a little early. It's not like three. Halloween in like a week. It's in three weeks. Two weeks from now, it still won't be Halloween. Probably too early, so uh, uh, skip that. Let the producers do the tweeting. Yeah, and we'll discuss. Having wrap it up. This has been another edition of the app. Is the music run out already? Probably. No, it's a long time. The Apple to Apple Show right here on Anchor. Sam, do it for me. I guess I get confused at this part. Anchor.fm slash apples dash two dash apples. That was a big, exciting show. Thank you to KDZ. Thank you to the few people that... Uh, maybe, maybe we need to bring the shirts back. I asked a question on apples to apples and then get more people to chime in. We might have to talk about that. But, Sam, good luck at football. Uh, Thank you. And- We'll be back sometime, I don't know, maybe next Sunday we'll reconvene at a normal time, which is one of the normal ones. So we'll try next Sunday. Until then, see ya.